This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Ryan Bruss. Thank you, Sid. Today on Messianic Vision, our guest is Tommy Combs. And Tommy, I'm so excited about this because it's all about the presence of God, expecting the glory. And uh, this is a theme that's been on It's Supernatural's heart, on Sid's heart, for quite a while now because we believe, and I know you do too, Tommy, that we are in the days of experiencing the glory of God. Yes, we are. And we have to expect that. That's the reason I expect the glory. We, we have to expect to happen in your family, your church, our schools, our home, our cities, our nations. We're going to see nations that are affected by the glory of God. Nations are going to come uh, to have that kind of experience with God like the men of old did and like we're experiencing today. It, it's already happening. And I'm excited because the glory is a new level. Of, of getting into God's presence. And Tommy, when I read your book, it was really uh, insightful about all the men and women of God in 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 the Bible, in the Word of God, all of them, uh, that really had a touch from God that, that carried the presence. It was so encouraging because you're basically like, hey, they were just like you and I, and, and here's what they did to experience the glory. And you, you talk about if we're not careful, we, we, we're not going to get into the spirit realm and recognize that that God wants to pour out His Spirit on us. You're right. We have to expect it, and we have to get in that spirit realm. You, you're going to—the gifts, the gifts of God, they're going to flow when you get in this kind of glory, mm. when you get in this kind of glory. If, if He's called you to preach, He'll put preach in you. <laughs> teach, He'll put teach in you. If He's called you to work in children's church, He'll, he'll, he'll put that desire in your heart when we get it in this kind of glory, when the glory comes. And Isaiah 6, the prophet— of, of God said he, he went to he was concerned about the king had died and he was concerned about his nation so he went to pray like you and I should be doing uh, around our nations around the world and he he goes to pray a little bit because King Uzziah's died and he goes to the temple to pray and the Shekinah glory of God showed up I mean the smoke filled the room uh, Isaiah says it, there are angels all around glory 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 all around the house. And and his response that day is, "Woe is me! I'm not, I'm unworthy to be in that presence." That's the reason we got to approach God with a clean hands and a pure heart. In other words, we got to know Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, so we can come in that. And when we get in the in the presence of God, we're not going to stay the same. It's not going to stay the same at your house or my house or your church or your city, your nation. When the glory of God comes to to us in that way, and when we get in that God's presence. It might make us feel uncomfortable, but the very presence of God will change us so we don't feel uncomfortable about being in that presence. It it is my desire now, now that I have been in this kind of presence of God throughout my life, my desire now is every time I go to God, I want to get in this kind of glory. (laughs) I, I love the anointing. Yes, I want to be around anointed preaching, anointed teaching, anointed men and women of God, okay? anointed on people you're anointed to teach you're anointed to preach you're anointed to sing that that's a fleshly slide a little bit because god's using us 
as as humans to do with that anointing on our life. Right. Glory is a different level. Mm. It's a different level than the anointing. Yes, I want to be in the anointing and around the anointing. I'm not saying that, but I want to go that next step. And this is what we're talking about today, the next step. And the next step is the the glory and the presence of God. I call it Shekinah glory. I call it a blue mist. I call it smoke. Uh, it, it's just God's presence as it comes around us, and, and we need it. And when we get in that kind of presence, I'm telling you, when you go and visit people, when when you visit the hospital with that kind of glory on you, we're going to see healings. When you, when you visit and preach and teach, they will see Jesus. Absolutely, when you get in this kind of glory that we're talking about today, people will see Jesus in us, and that's the goal. That's the goal in your life and my life and those who are listening today. Our goal should be get in the glory so people can see Jesus in us. That's right. Get in the glory and don't come out. And I like what you were saying about the anointing. That's wonderful. I see more and more happening. We just got back from Scotland. We did eight days in Scotland last month, and the glory of God showed up in Scotland. It's showing up around the world. I'm telling you, people that seek the glory, expect the glory, is coming. Well, tell me tell me about Scotland. I didn't even know you were just there. We just went to Scotland. We're doing Scotland for Jesus this year. We did Bahamas last year and Ireland the year before and the Philippines the year before. We stay uh, eight or ten days, and we just go city to city and have revivals in those cities. And it changes. It changes the whole nation when you do that. But there's also a second side to that, because new levels brings new devils. <laughs> you got to prepare yourself. What kind of manifestations did you see in the glory there in Scotland? Oh, we had uh, we had people instantly healed from blind eyes to deaf ears to all kind of healings. We had people that had never ever been saved come and give their life to Jesus Christ. Had ten thousand saved in one week. Mm, wow! Five cities, so we're doing about two thousand per city in those cities. It's changed the nation. We're going back in September. We're going back next year and do it again. And then our next nation after Scotland is England-Wales. Wow. We've already got it lined up to go England-Wales. So, And I expect the, expect the glory of God. Scotland has a history, a tremendous history. Uh, one of the greatest revivals we had, the Great Awakening in the United States, came from the Scottish side into the United States. So, so I'm excited about what God is going to do. But these nations around the world, and I'm talking about not just the Western side. I'm talking about the Middle East. I'm talking about Africa. I'm talking about China. I'm talking about India. The, the glory of God is going to show so strongly because we expect it to happen. And that's what I like about your new CD set that you did for us, Expect the Glory. And I, I pray that that's a new term that all of us begin to use in our lives is is expect the glory. Now, Tommy, when you were 14, you had an early experience with the Shekinah glory. Talk about that. The very first time I had the glory show up in my room when I was 10 and I was healed, I was dying with a, we call it hepatitis C, but in that day we call it yellow jaundice. And Jesus came in my room and the smoke filled the room and knocked my mother out, my grandmother out in the room, in the hospital room in Birmingham, Alabama, and the glory came in, and Jesus came in. I didn't know what was happening. I'm 10, I'm laying on the bed dying, and I didn't realize what was happening. But Jesus walked right up my bed. I got a brand new liver in one second, totally healed. This 14-year-old boy was in church, regular small country church, about 70 people there on a Sunday night. 
Now, in the in the summertime, the, the Burley coal miners that worked in our county of Walker County, Alabama, where I live, uh, they would stay outside during church. Now, the windows were up. They could hear the preaching and the singing, but they they wouldn't come in very much. Some would. Most did not. But in the cold time, <laughs> in the wintertime, they would all come in and sit on the back row of the church because it's warmer in there, and they could wait on their families to get out of church and go home. And this night, the glory of God showed up. It was, um, I was 14, just up there praising God, you know, worshiping God a little bit. And all at once, here it come. Blue mist, Shekinah glory rolled into the church. Uh, it, it, when it rolled in, people would get, in, people would come up and dance in it. People would come up and mm. their arms and wave their arms in it. They would fall under the power of God. And you saw this. I didn't. I saw it personally. I mean, I was there watching, and I don't say I was totally amazed because we're in the middle of a church service. You know, we're we're praising God, and then it happened. On the it rolled across the congregation of the church, not just the altar area, but the residue kind of rolled around the whole building, and those coal miners, my dad being one of them, sitting on that back row, they put down their cups that they were used for the tobacco <laughs> and, and they're chewing they put down their cups and they ran to the altar wow gave their life to jesus my dad was one of them he got saved that night in a church service for the glory of god and we got to get ready for that kind of experience i'm ready i just as you're telling those stories and you know and i i grew up in church myself and I didn't see growing up uh, that level of glory, but what you're talking about, uh, you read about in the history books all the time. Uh, we need to start seeing that again. It's coming. We are going to see that again. It's already happening, but it's going to be, I expect the book in its presence and the CDs in its, we're going to, the terminology is expect the glory. Exactly. That's going to catch. Exactly. Catch worldwide. Expect the glory. When we come into our church services, to our synagogues, when we come in to worship, the glory is going to start showing. And when it does, we're going to see changes. We're going to see worldwide changes. Nations are going to change. And speaking of nations, what happened when you were in Bolivia? <laughs> what a great story. I'm preaching uh, in a small church just south of uh, Santa Cruz in Bolivia. And uh, I'm on the podium, and they're praising and worshiping, and God speaks to me in that still, small voice. And he says, you want to see a double portion? Now, I'm a yes, sir, man to God. I don't just say yes, okay. I'm a yes, sir. When I talk to God, I'm saying yes, sir, no, sir. I said, yes, sir, I'd love to see the glory. About that time, the blue mist rolled across the congregation. Everyone went to the floor. Everyone. Now, listen, let me tell you who was in the congregation. 80-year-old women and three-year-old children, and everyone went to the floor. Mm. There was no one standing. No one in the building was on their feet. Everyone's on their knees. Everyone was laying prostrate. Everyone's on the floor worshiping God. And it stayed that way like 10, 12, 15 minutes till the mist kind of rose a little bit and people started getting back to their feet. That I've never seen a whole church go and that kind, but it happened that day in the, the little town of Bolivia. There were two-year-olds and four-year-olds and 28-year-olds and 88-year-olds and <laughs> all went out in the power of God. That's what I'm talking about, the glory. Now, Tommy, you say that when you expect the glory, you'll get something better than healing. What do you mean by that? Well, when we get something better than healing, okay, healing is tremendous. I've seen 
people raised from the dead, I've seen blind eyes and deaf ears and cancer disappear. It's, it's, uh, gorders just go away. Uh, you name it, I've seen it in the last 40 years. I've just seen what God can do. This level is better than healing. Yes, you'll get the healing. That is part of being in the glory when the healings come. But after that, that you will have so much of God's power that now the healing will flow from you to others. It will flow from you to other people. Jesus promised that in the Spirit. Jesus promised we would do exactly what he do, even more, and that's what I'm talking about. The healing, yes. But after the healing, it's that residue, that power of God is going to stay on you so strong and so good that you're going to be the the carrier of the glory. Now listen, I want to the healing gift flows in my life. Yes, that is not I'm not bragging, I'm not telling you, I know what God has put on me and I know how to carry it. And I know how to carry it in reverence to him because it's without him I can do nothing. But but I want to be a carrier of the glory. When I go in, into a church service, when I go to a, a conference, I want to carry the glory so that they see Jesus in me and the glory residue hits the whole house. That's what I want to see. The miracles take place, yes. But the miracles take place when you spend a lot of time with God. Jesus would spend a lot of time praying to the Father, and then he'd do all those miracles that we read about in the New Testament. So we, we, it's, it's exciting to know to be around the presence of God when and Tommy, you also talk about that when we're in the glory, we get something better than healing, that we can walk and live in divine health every day. Every day. Every day. And not only we walk and live in divine health in our own life, but it affects other people's lives. Now talk to me about uh, Peter in the, in the Word of God. I want to be like Peter. I want my shadows. <laughs> That's never happened to me yet, but I expect it to happen like I expect glory. I expect one day just to walk. They would lay people on the side of the road. Listen, they, they would say, okay, Messiah's coming to our town. They didn't call him Jesus. They called him Messiah. Messiah's coming to our town. He's gonna, he was walking down that dusty road. They would take all of their sick people, all their withered and halt and blind, deaf, and they would just lay them on the side of both sides of the road. Jesus would come walking into town with his disciples. He would never stop and lay hands on anybody. He would never blow on anybody. He would never anoint them with oil. He would just walk through town, and everybody on both sides of the roads got healed. Why? In his presence. <laughs> because he was a carrier of the glory. He was a carrier of the glory. What a great example of Jesus being the carrier of the glory. He was a carrier of the glory, and he, when he walked through towns, the glory hit the town, and everybody got healed in town. <laughs> You know, when he fed 5,000, that's men plus women and children. So that means he, he probably uh, fed 25,000, if you want to count that number, 5,000 men plus the women and children. And after that, read on the next paragraph and the next sentence, it says he healed them all. Right. <laughs> he healed them all. What a, what a deal. It's, I expect the glory. Now, Tommy, in your book, you talk about how the blood attracts the glory. Uh, talk about that. The the blood of Jesus is uh, when we expect the glory, then then the glory comes out of all of us. And we're talking about the blood of Jesus and how the blood of Jesus works. When I pray, I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus because the blood of Jesus 
is when we expect Jesus to do the healings. But when we get in that situations and when we get in that prayer life where we are carrier of the glory and we start pleading the blood of Jesus, then we plead the blood of Jesus and things begin to happen. God wants the glory in all of us. And the way that happens is you get a pure hands and a clean heart. You get sin out of your life and you get in God's presence so much that the glory shows up. But it's always plead the blood. Tommy, I know you and I are the same way. We want the glory of God uh, at work, at home, in our car, at church. We want the glory everywhere. And you teach that God wants his glory in your house. But take your time on this and talk about how we need to clean out the filth so God's glory can come into our house. Our homes must be an occupancy for the glory of God to show up. Your apartment, your condo, your home, your place of business should be all about, I desire the presence of God and the glory of God in my residence, in my residence. The greatest story I can teach you about that is Isaiah chapter 4 and 5, chapter 4, verses 5, 6, Leviticus 14. The children of Israel, when they got to the promised land, they took houses that they did not build. They occupied them. God said, you'll have houses that you won't build. You just, here they are for you. So they came into the land. The people that was living in the land knew that the children of Israel were coming. They knew that. They put idols in the walls. They hid their idols in the walls of the house. So when they did, the children of Israel occupied those houses, and it was like things are not right here. <laughs> things are not right in my house. That's the reason temper tantrums in our house, bitterness in our house, abuse, drugs, alcohol in our house. Those things have to be totally clean in our house. For the very glory and the presence of God to show up, we have to have a clean house. So we work on that. So they would call the priest to the homes, and if he saw on the walls of the houses, if he saw streaks like leprosy or streaks of red, streaks of green, streaks of, he would realize that there's a problem in the house. So they would clean the house. After a week, they'd come back, and if the streaks were there, they would actually tear down the house and rebuild the house. And they would, when they tore down the house, they would see that the idols were in the foundation and in the walls of the house and clean them out. But when we take and clean our houses, our marriages will change. Our marriages will change. Our children's lives will change when we clean the house. Your finances, money, it will change when you clean the house and the glory shows up in your house. Anger and strife will go away. You can't have anger and strife and depression and sickness in your house and the glory of God in your house at the same time. It just can't happen. I want the glory in my house. I have a chair every morning before I leave home, and I have my prayer time in that chair, and I bless my house. I bless my wife, my children, my grandchildren. I pray over them. It's a place for God's glory to show up. So what do you do? I'm telling you what to do today. Go through your house and plead the blood. Take some oil and anoint your doors and the windows and the opening in your house. Anoint the house with oil. Pray protection over your house. 
walk through your house and praising God? When's the last time you just walk through your kitchen and your living rooms and your bedrooms praising God? You got a child or grandchild on drugs and they live with you. Their bed should be anointed with oil every day. Their pillow should be anointed with oil. And you place your hand on on the place where they sleep and call in the very presence of God. It would change them. When demons try to come on your property, they won't be able to. They will not come on your property because you have prayed the very glory of God on your property. So, Tommy, when we when we get the sin out, when we get the strife and the bitterness, everything that you had mentioned, you know, even drugs, pornography, alcohol, when we get all this stuff out of our home, we have created, from what I understand from what you're saying, we've created an environment where God will come with his glory. Yes. We must create that environment. Must. It's a must. Worship God. When you create an atmosphere of worship, that's the way we'll say it, an atmosphere for worship, God shows up. And you teach that worship brings the glory. Talk about that. The glory, it comes in when we get into pure, heartfelt worship. I'm talking about the worship of God like never before. Uh, I like to say sometimes we have to create a throne zone. <laughs> David created a throne zone. Solomon created a throne zone. What's a, what's a throne zone, Tommy? A throne zone is a place where you get in God's presence and God's presence gets around you. <laughs> I like that. How many times have you ever really felt the presence of God? I, I'm talking about I want to feel it every day. It's like... Some people have to have a a hit every day, and that's a term that we use in the world. Right. I've got to do this every day. I've got to get my fix. I want that same kind of presence of God every day. I I want a hit every day (laughs) of God's presence. I've got to have it to make my life worthwhile. But the throne zone is when we get comfortable with God and God gets comfortable for us. We want to be in the glory, and the glory shows up. When we create a throne zone of God, we take it out of our hands and put it in God's hands. How many times would our lives be so simple if we would let God handle the situation? That's right. But when you create a throne zone of worship, then God shows up in the middle of that, and the very presence of God shows up. And we need to do it in our homes. We need to do it in our churches. We need to do it when we worship. Is let God take command of the situation. Not manipulated by man. I know some churches that have uh, smoke machines, okay? <laughs> smoke machines in their, on their stages. And during praise and worship, they'll turn the lights down, put the blue mist lights on, and the smoke will flow. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> that, that man-made atmosphere does not do what to me what God's atmosphere can do for me. I want God's atmosphere around me so the very presence can manifest his glory around me. When we stay there and stay in the presence of God, don't worry about the time. I love to put a CD player on. I love to put a CD of music on. Uh, one of your friends and my friends, LaDonna Taylor, she's got a great CD yes. about worship with that violin she plays. And I put that on there, and I get other other great worship music, and I play it, and it helps me create that atmosphere, that throne zone, I call it. We get in a deeper, deeper state in the world, and that's when the manifestation of the glory shows up when we create these kind of zones. And Tommy, you you talked about smoke, 
you know, artificial smoke in churches. But but in your book, you teach that we we make uh, quote unquote. Uh, smoke before the Lord as a fragrance like they did in the Old Testament when we worship, we're creating God's favorite fragrance is how you say it in the book. Yes. Uh, the high priest in the day would take a, a censer, okay, a small container made of brass and gold, suspended on a chain. It was designed to make smoke, okay? It was what it was designed for. So the high priest would wave the censer, okay? Leviticus 16. He would wave the censer. The Day of Atonement, the high priest would wave the censer, and the smoke was coming out of the censer. It's God, he, he would make it with true sweet incense, and they taught them how to make this incense and what had to go in this incense. The, the ingredients of the incense were put in the censer to make it, and he would wave the censer, and God's fragrance, it would attract, and the very presence of God would show up. I want to make smoke. <laughs> I want to be, I want to wave my arms as a sensor. I want to wave my hands as a sensor. And the cloud release will come. You can get intimate with God when we're making smoke. I'm going to write a book called Making Smoke. You just, you there you go. Me fired up right there. The more smoke, <laughs> the closer you get to God's presence. Make some smoke. Thanksgiving gets us in the gates, praise gets us in the courts, worship gets us behind the veil. And then we get into presence. I like that. The veil is when you get into presence and the glory. Praise will get you in the outer court. Worship gets you in the inner court. But the presence and the glory gets you behind the veil. Now, Tommy, in your teaching, you talk about, uh, and I'm quoting you, you say, do you ever come to church but never feel his presence? Are you different in church than at home? You never seem to really get close to God. You never pray in tongues or worship God. And I've never heard this before. You feel that that's a spirit of Ichabod could be on people. Uh, what does that mean, and how can people deal with that so they can begin to experience the glory? You, you and I have been in God's presence so strong that it absolutely—what a—you know, we leave church and we say, what a very presence of God yes. today. Oh, it was, oh, my goodness, God showed up. We say those terms. We use those terms. Oh, what a great day in church today when the very presence of God showed up. On the same pew, sitting in a chair 10 feet away, is another person who walks out of the door of the church and says, it wasn't much to that today, were they? Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm over here worshiping God and getting in the very presence of God and it's it's a tremendous day for me. And 20 feet away is a, is a person who says, I didn't get nothing out of this today. I call it the spirit of Ichabod. <laughs> That's what I call it, the spirit of Ichabod. Now explain what Ichabod was in, in the Old Testament. Okay. Ichabod means the glory has lifted. That was the name that was given to the young man, and the glory has lifted. Eli had a couple of sons who were around the smoke around the altar each and every day, but they did not live for God. When Eli heard the ark was stolen, he fell back and died. But his two sons were not there in the very presence of God. They were in the building, if you will, but nothing to do with God. It means God's glory is gone. Come to church and never feel his presence. Different in church and different at home. It should be the same. I don't want to just worship God 45 minutes on Sunday morning. If that's it for all week, I got a problem. Right. 
I have a serious problem if I worship God 30 minutes on Sunday morning and never worship him again to next Sunday morning. It's got to be a daily worship with me. I want to be around the glory every day. If we don't feel God's presence, if we never get close to God, if we never feel the God's presence at home, we never pray, speak in tongues, and worship God, then we've got a spirit of Ichabod somewhere around us. The glory has lifted. Tommy, will, will you pray for the people at home? We still have some time left. We'll come back to a couple more stories. But will you pray for the people at home? If they're experiencing a lack of the presence, a lack of the glory, I just feel that when you pray, it's going to break something over people, and they're going to begin to experience the glory of God. Would you do that? Yes, I will. Heavenly Father, we come to you today, and we praise you, and we honor you. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit of God, we honor you. We honor you, and we praise you. Lord, I'm praying for people right now who are listening right now. I'm praying for people to let that very presence of God surround them. Lord, I'm asking you to lead them, guide them, and direct them into your very presence of God. God, I ask him to create a throne zone in their own house, a place of worship in their own homes and businesses and, and condos and apartments and mobile homes that they're living in. I, I want them, Lord, to get that very presence around them. I want them to be able to come into your presence in such a way that they create a throne zone in their own home so their family can get saved. Healings take place, place where God can come down and meet with them and habitate with them. And sickness and disease and depression has to go in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that you open their eyes to the very presence of God. There is a new level, and the new level is out from getting into this habitation to the very glory of God, where the glory of God can come down. We've got to expect that to happen. Lord, I ask that the very presence showed up when we get on our knees, when we worship you and get that forgiveness in our life and get that get get, get that things out of our life that don't need to be part of our life. Lord, when we realize that when we draw near to you, you draw near to us. And Lord, I ask it right now, Right now, that wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of you just flows right into their homes, right into their very being today, Lord, so they can realize, God, you're the answer. The answer is not in what I can do or what someone else can do for me. The answer is in my job nor my education. Both of those are good. But I am telling you the answer to the problems of this life we're living in today is to get in God's glory, to get in God's presence. Lord, I call it in today. I call it in right now. Sickness and disease has to leave. Healings take place. Miracles take place. Salvation come to their homes today. Those that are not know Jesus as a Savior, they get saved today. I call that in. And, Lord, we expect the glory. I want the very presence of God to come into their lives right now. In the name of all names, I pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Mm, I felt that. We have a few more minutes. Uh, tell me about the time you went to Angola, Africa, and the glory came? Yes, uh, went into uh, Angola. We dedicated a Bible school that we had just finished building there and uh, and drove to uh, the, the, a city near there for a crusade. There was about 50,000 in the audience that night. We had great praise and worship. The very glory of God around the altar area started to move, and you could see the smoke 
Now, there were no campfires there, so it was not man-made. <laughs> it was the very smoke of God that kind of rolled into that area. When that smoke hit, they ran. I've never seen in my years so many people running to the altar. They ran to the altar to get near and get placed in the very presence of God. And over 3,000 that night were saved. Oh, we had so many healings, so many healings. In that service, I called out uh, deaf and dumb, which means deafness and not being able to speak. And over 25 people were healed that were deaf and dumb. They could speak. 25 people that were deaf and dumb were healed in the glory? Let me tell you something great that happened. When I brought them on the stage to testify of their healing, and for me to verify they were healed, the deaf and dumb, that they could now hear and speak. Then I told them to say Jesus. And you know what they said? Jesus in Alabama English. <laughs> That's awesome. They had never spoken in their life. They didn't know their native language. Wow. They didn't know the language <laughs> that mom and daddy spoke at home because they'd never heard mom and daddy speak. <laughs> and they said Jesus, like I did. <laughs> I like that. I've never heard that before. It was such a wonderful experience. I'll never forget it. When they said Jesus in Alabama, England. That's good. But 3,000 saved, and I'm talking about so many. I, I, I love the thought of that because I, I want to be in meetings. I know that's happening now, but I, I want to be there where the glory comes, and you don't even have to preach, Harley. The people are just running to the altars. Yeah, I, I want to. I want to be around those kind of, and I have been, and I, I, my desire is to do it many, many times in the future, where that during the praise and worship time, that we get in such praise and worship mm. that a man or woman of God does not have to bring forth the Word. The Holy Spirit of God brings forth the Word. And as they begin to worship, and that Spirit moves in, and that smoke, and that Shekinah glory moves in in such a way, we don't have to say a word. We just let God do it. That's right. It's like God work. Speaking of letting God work, what happened in uh, Moravian Falls when the glory cloud came in? Uh, listen, this was just like a year ago. I mean, it's not been that very long ago. Uh, every year I go to the Moravian Falls area in North Carolina, which is a tremendous area for the Moravian people who settled up in that land. It's an open portal. Now, I'll talk to you in just a moment about open portals, because God's creating open portals all across the world. And even in the United States, we've got several places now that I call open portals, where angels show up with the very presence of God. And Moravian Falls is one of them. I was at the gathering church there. A woman drove down from New Jersey to be in my meeting at Moravian Falls, North Carolina. Her husband, she brought him. He had a brain bleed, already diagnosed, although all the MRIs were done. And she brought him to be healed. Now, the driver that brought them to the meeting was their 21-year-old daughter. She was not a church lady. She was raised in church, but she is away from God. She was not saved, didn't know God. So she brought mom and daddy to my meeting. I prayed for daddy, and God healed daddy. God healed this man of this brain bleed. The very presence of God was so strong that night. The glory showed up. The the the, the the mist, the blue mist showed up. The 21-year-old daughter staying there began to weep. She began to cry. And I sensed she needed to pray. So I took her by hand, and I said, pray this prayer with me. And she prayed the sinner's prayer with me and accepted Jesus as Lord. She's just seen her daddy healed. Wow. She just, you know, and she, she accepted Jesus. 
Now, let me tell you the rest of this story. That 21-year-old girl is now preaching the gospel, laying hands on the sick, and their sick are being healed in New Jersey through this young girl's ministry. Wow. That's what happens when you get in the very glory of God. I love that. Come. The gifts come. I'm telling you, I don't want to seek the gifts. I want to seek the giver of the gifts, (laughs) which is Jesus and the glory. He's the giver of the gifts, but they come when we get in that kind of presence. What a great story about a man getting healed and his daughter now has her own healing business. Amen. Now, uh, Tommy, before we go, uh, I want to talk about your book and CD set here in a moment, but tell me about what you feel about these portals and, and the glory coming in the end times. The glory is coming. God said to expect the glory. God said that it would be a greater uh, outpouring in the last days than it has been in our past days, and we're going to see such great outpouring. I just mentioned one place that in the United States that is a known open portal for God's presence and angels of God moving at all times is Moravian Falls, North Carolina. There are other places. One is Fairland, Oklahoma, at the end of the Trail of Tears. Fairland, Oklahoma, at the end, it's the end of the Trail of Tears where all the engines were moved to the reservations. And it's an open portal there. It's an amazing place to go in, and the very presence of God shows up. But you believe these open portals are going to be uh, happening everywhere. Oh, yes. Not only across the United States, but they're going to be happening around around the world. I'm talking about the old wells are going to be redone, yes. if you'll put it that way. Yes. The old wells are going to be redug, reopened, and the very presence of God is going to start showing up. And when they do, we will flock to that situation. You know, they, they, and it, it will be open portals, open presence, open to the glory of God that no man, no woman, no government, nobody can deny it will be a thing that God does and not a man does. And it'll be so wonderful and so much presence of God that no one can deny it. And that's going to start happening. It's already happening, but it's going to start getting major, major play and major, major outpourings into things of God that are going to start happening. And those of you who are listening at home or in your car, wherever you're listening to this, remember that Tommy believes, and I believe, and Sid certainly believes, that the glory is coming to your own house. And so your own house can be a portal of the glory of God. And Tommy, before we go, tell everybody about your brand new book, In His Presence, in your three-CD set, Expect the Glory. God came to me. We, we, did, we had such great success with our book, uh, the blood, 39 stripes to your healing and deliverance and more. And God said, I want you to do something else. I want you to start teaching about my glory and start teaching of people to get in my presence. So we did the book, In His Presence. How does the Lord speak to great men and women of God? What he did to take to miracles for the apostles and the preachers of the New Testament. But in return, God touched them, but they touched God. How do you touch God? You get in his presence. We get in the very presence of God. It, uh, it, it unlocks the doors so that you and I could go to the throne room. It unlocks the doors so that we can get in that presence, so we can create these throne zones. I take men, uh, Adam stayed in the presence of God. Uh, Enoch, seventh man from Adam, he just walked with God one day and just kept on walking all, all the way to heaven. My favorite is Moses who got in God's presence so much, Moses. They had to put a veil over his face. The, the very presence of God actually penetrated his skin, if you will, into his flesh. That, that he, the, the, the man Moses was used by God in such a tremendous way. And, so, and, and he got in God's presence so much. Uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We 
go to there. We get the New Testament with Peter, James, and John on the Mount of Transfiguration. They were in God's presence so much. The glory came so much. Peter, Paul, the Apostle Paul, Saul on the way to Damascus, got in God's glory. They say, well, Saul got knocked off his horse. It was the glory of God that came. That's what happened. That's right. And changed his life. He's, he's now Paul, the writer of most of our books in the New Testament. Uh, I take Smith Wigglesworth. What a powerful man of God. Amy Simple McPherson. Uh, other other men and women of God. Or Roberts. Other men and women of God that, of today that God is using. Sid Roth is a great example, one of my one of my mentors, if you will, that God is using in a great way because of very presence and the glory shows up in the meetings. And then I take me and you, how we can get in that very presence. Yes. And then I did the three CDs about expecting the glory. It's mighty, we got to teach about the glory, expect the glory, not in our church, but in our homes. Expect the glory in our meeting places. People be healed when the glory comes, when the glory mist shows up. Expect the glory because the glory is going to come. And the three CDs that teaches us how to get in that presence, how to stay in that presence, how to expect that presence. What a great offer God's put together for us. And it will bless you, bless your home, bless your church. You can preach right out of it. I'm telling you, <laughs> take it and preach right out of it because in his presence, and we expect the very glory of God. It's going to be tremendous. I know that you who are listening have really experienced the presence of God, even while Tommy was sharing, because he is a carrier of the presence, and he's uh, passionate about making sure that you are also a carrier of the presence of God, a carrier of the glory, and that you will learn, and I will learn to get in the presence of the Lord, get it in our house, get it in our car, everywhere we go, and never come out. We have to learn like never before to expect the glory. Now you've been listening to Messianic Vision with our guest Tommy Combs and now here's Sid to tell you how you can get this special resource. Tommy Combs says that this is the hour that we must start expecting the glory in our lives. You are created to live in the glory and power of God every day. Tommy mentors you to enter this greater glory in his new book, in his presence and his exclusive three CD set, Expect the Glory, for an investment of 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Tommy Combs' brand new book, In His Presence, and his exclusive three CD set, Expect the Glory, offer number 9652 for an investment of 35 U.S. dollars. Be sure to ask for offer number 9652. Once again, that's offer number 9652.